This is Moonshine and Music with Joe Shelton. Wait a minute, that's me. Anyway, we're going to bring you some inspiring songwriters, musicians, and maybe some side challenges and other stuff around the music industry. So stick with us right now, because the show is coming your way. Woo! Moonshine and Music starts right now. Welcome to Moonshine and Music. We're here today with Ross Hollow's Stuart Johnson. We're going to talk about his new record. How are you doing, Stuart? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Um, I was uh, listening to the record the last couple of days, and uh, I thought, man, we should get Stu on the show so we can talk about the record and um, you know what what what's been going on with the uh, with the whole bringing up the new thing. I'm trying to find it here on my iPhone at the moment so I can go through the tracks. Um, like uh, the album's called Fine, is that right? Along yep. with the title song? Yeah, that's it, it's fine. It's fine, <laughs> this album's it's just fine. fine. Is that? <laughs> that's part of the concept. <laughs> well, I mean, I actually, the song Fine is really good. I, uh, like I, um, I, I, you know, that's the one I keep, I keep going back to the start of the record so I can hear it again. So I guess that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, um, I, I really like the last record too. Uh, is this is the second record for Ross Hollow, like the second full album? Yep. Second full length album. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, tell me how you guys, uh, constructed this. What was the concept? So, um, we, the first one didn't really have a, like, we called it Horizon. It didn't really have like a theme necessarily. Uh, the the Horizon title came from one of the songs, and so we thought it sounded nice, but it didn't really have a theme. And so this one uh, definitely was a little more thematic. Some of the, there's a couple one-off songs that aren't really part of the theme necessarily, um, but we thought it was kind of a fun idea that everyone says they're doing fine. And uh, especially with COVID, uh, people still are like, oh, I'm fine, how are you doing? And uh, it's like, are you though? <laughs> uh, and so that's kind of the basic uh, ideas that we kind of all put on this, like, you know, oh, I'm fine. Um, but really our life can be kind of crazy uh, or crumbling. Um, and so.
And so I would say several of those songs kind of touch on that. So Fine obviously does that. Um, and then like there's a Nora is one of those tracks. Uh, uh, it's about Woody Guthrie's uh, mom and she suffered with uh, mental illness. And so uh, similarly, you know, not doing fine. Um, and then there's a couple kind of like complicated love songs. Like they're not just like loves. There's Coast of Maine is like the uh, one of them. It's not really like a, it's like, sounds like a love song, but it's not really, it's kind of like more of a breakup song, I guess. Um, and then I like those when, when you, when you do the, um, the double edged sword, uh, like love song, right. Yeah. Um, it, it, that's a, that's a theme that I kind of get behind. I connect with usually, um, it's like, um, uh, I, I have this song that's actually just called love that I wrote that, um, it's like, um, you know, you're in love, but it, you don't know if you really wanted to, and then it was too late. That's what that one's theme is. Um, yeah. <laughs> so what's the, uh, you know, uh, how did you, how did you dive into that double-edged sword kind of uh, storyline? Yeah. So with Coast of Maine, um, it's not like really a true story. It's just kind of like a, you know, inspiration I had. I like to kind of mess around with like narrators and stuff and like different narrators. Um, and so that one is kind of like uh, the, the narrator um, is, feels washed up. They feel like they're not really like, you know, it's not the right time. Um, but they're still kind of like, you kind of get the idea that they're sort of together and they're like trying to make it work. Um, and so each verse is like, you're in a different location. So like they're on the coast of Maine and then she goes to Peru and um, just needs like time uh, that I could, the narrator couldn't give to the person. Um, and so, and then the third verse is kind of like they're still trying. They're like uh, kind of on like one last walk, but she's found someone else. Um, and so, yeah. So they're kind of, it's kind of like location based. They're still trying to make it work, but it doesn't really work out in the end. So, so uplifting. Yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> no happy ending. <laughs> no happy.
needed time I couldn't give to you You said it wasn't very far away Maybe you'd see me some sunny day I'm all washed up A little out to sea If you wait for me If you wait for me I might come to You know, I mean, with this time of COVID, I don't know, you know, the um, coming out with a new record in the middle of, um, you know, what is probably the hardest time for musicians that I can remember, you know, uh, uh, to to go and try and promote an album. There's not a lot of live venues open, even if they are, the crowd isn't there. I mean, it's weird, you know, (laughs) like everybody's a little unsettled if they do come to a show, even if it's 
spread out outside or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, how, how are you guys dealing with that? What are you, what are your, um, you know, your emotions around it, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, I'll go, I'll go negative first and then we'll, we'll go positive. I'm like, cause the main, um, so <laughs> the, the negative, um, and sort of the thing that we struggle with really, you know, like, like a lot of people are right now is that, um, we had a plan to release this record like back in probably June. Yeah, it was definitely going to be June. We wanted to have like a, you know, big hometown release and then go on a tour. Um, and we already booked three tours this or four tours this year. Um, and so we were booking all the way back in November. You know, we had a, a March tour booked for our single release and then June, July. And then we were working on like literally like August or September, like, um, and so most of the people I know that do a lot of that kind of, or like a release, they release it and they go on tour. Uh, and it's a good way to promote because, uh, especially as an independent musician, it's hard to get, you know, national traction without physically going somewhere and like playing for people. Um, and so huge bummer, right. To, to have those, those shows booked, um, and to not be able to do kind of the classic album release tour kind of thing. Um, and so then we were thinking, okay, it's, uh, when is it going to get better? We don't know, right? So it could, this could be two, three years impact. We don't know. It could be 10 months. No one really knows. Like next summer could be better than this summer. It could be worse. So it's like, how are we to know what's going to happen? So why not just do it the best we can um, and sort of celebrate the songs uh, just in case, uh, it doesn't get better, you know, or for a while, you know, I'm sure it'll get better maybe. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. That's kind I'm of sure the, it'll get better. Maybe too. Maybe probably. Yeah, that's, hopefully. That's where everyone's at. Um, <laughs> so sort of like the fun, positive, like, uh, release concepts, right? So we did an outdoor show. We were able to do a, a physical release uh, on Saturday. And I would say, um, considering we had like 50 people there, you know, they were wearing masks. It was like the Irvington patio deck or the Irving theater deck. Um, and outside in the back lawn area. Yeah. Um, and we did it in the middle of the afternoon cause it's Indiana in October. And so it could have been 35 and snowing or, um, you know, 70 and sunny. So it was 53 degrees and sunny. So it was great. Um, and I don't know if this is because of COVID, but um, I've really started to think more about like uh, video production and, you know, online sort of engagement, that kind of stuff. And um, so I was like, we need to film this uh, and like capture the audio. And so I think you actually have the, the Behringer X Air mixer. Um, yeah, I do. Yeah. So I'm so surprised at the, um, for, I got it used on eBay for 350 or something. For $350, you can get the like crisp, crispest sounding audio. Um, Ever. Those brands are great. Um, They're incredible. That's what they are. It's, it's, a, it's magical, that box. Yeah. And so <laughs> outside of the Irving uh, Theater, I was able to record, you know, 16 inputs. Um, and I put, you know, the, um, the wind screens on them. So there's not like a bunch of sounds. Um, and I'm just so impressed that you can do that for so cheap. Um, and so anyways, long story short, um, the idea is that we're going to also 
put together a, a more high quality production and, and try to put on a virtual, you know, album release as well. Instead of just live streaming it, you know, like there's no Wi-Fi at the Irving patio or like um, or, or reliable Wi-Fi. So we didn't feel like we could put on a good live stream for that event. Um, but I think live streaming is kind of, well, it's definitely dipped down from like, there was a couple of weeks where you could get like thousands of people or hundreds of people on your live stream. <laughs> sort of initial hype has kind of died down. Um, and so why not put on like a more meaningful uh, virtual experience, you know, maybe make a private YouTube stream and invite people to it first and then make it public later. Um, so people can feel like they're sort of a part of it. Um, online. Yeah, so. I think it's a great idea. I, I especially like the, uh, for me, uh, I think the live stream thing is just not quite ready for this, you know, like, <laughs> mm. it's, uh, it's, it's just not high enough quality, no matter what you do to it, right? Like, it, it's uh, tied into how well it streams, how, you know, because it glitches, it stops, people get kicked out, you know, and uh, if you pre-record and put it out, then people can play it. And if their thing glitches out, they just pause, they back up. You know, it's all good. It's not like, yeah. you know, the, <laughs> the problem is, you know, just the whatever the quality of the live stream ends up being. So I, I don't think it's a bad idea at all to do that that way. I mean, I, I'm, you know, I, I like watching a show and having it happen, right? Yeah. Uh, it's not like you're going to be interactive with people over the live stream while you have 50 people in front of you anyway, right? It, it, it would be yeah. really tough. So. Yeah. <laughs> and so the idea would be, uh, which is, this is actually maybe even better for the people participating is like, we'll aver advertise or tell them like all the bandmates are going to be in the comment section. So, you know, let's ask questions, talk about the album, whatever. Um, and maybe even like build in a Q and a block. I don't know. I'll uh, think more about that, but um and there's just tons of families and people who had weddings to go to and like people who were still aren't comfortable going to events um, that I think would, would like that sort of virtual thing. So we have like three camera angles and, and high quality audio. So um, I started editing that uh, last night. So um, I don't really take breaks. <laughs> <laughs> so, so your brain is fried right now. This is a good respite for a minute to get your ears. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, when you're, um, uh, I, I assume the live stream isn't going to be the only thing that you're going to pick a couple of these songs and maybe make some of those, you know, the cool music videos. I mean, you had some cool music videos for the Horizon album. Yes. Yeah. We have a large plans. So, um, sneak peek. I won't, well, yeah, I'll spill all the details, but, um, my, we're going to take, we're going to do a video for fine. And, um, my boss, my boss's dad owns a bunch of vintage cars by a bunch. I mean, like 10 or 12, like 1945 to like 1985, like sweet, <laughs> like cars, um, like Corvettes. He has a limousine um, from like 1945. Um, so wow. we're going to like roll in with like 70s outfits and like glasses and all that stuff um, and kind of like take a video with uh, these cars. Um, and we're, we're definitely going kind of in a 70s rock kind of vibe. Um, and so it's just kind of a fun. We're, our attitude right now is if we're going to make, if COVID's going to be around for a while, uh, why not like lift people up with some fun videos and pictures and stuff? Um, 
because it's all about there's just a ton of politics and a ton of um like negativity on especially on facebook um and so why not be well i mean twitter's not immune from that either (laughs) correct yeah yeah let's be fair (laughs) twitter and facebook are both pretty dark (laughs) yeah I, uh, I, I've been having this campaign myself called fun still exists that I've been trying to uh, hashtag things with when I do something fun mm-hmm. out there. Um, because I mean, uh, it seems like everything's a downer every once in a while you get to do something that's like, wow, that was fun. You know, <laughs> fun still does exist, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, if you want to join that bandwagon, just throw ha- f- hashtag fun still exists on something. Um, <laughs> So, um, <laughs> that's cool. So I, I, you know, I wanted to talk about, um, one of the other songs that's, uh, in the list here. Um, I guess kind of as a shout out to, um, our indie song name game. I think that summer rain is a product of that. Am I right? Yes. Coast of Maine is as well, but I renamed it Coast of Maine. Um, it was the, Coast of Maine was the all washed up theme. And then, which I just say like briefly in one of the like or pre-chorus, I think, or courses and then yeah summer rain was definitely from that so uh so uh you know summer rain um it actually i you know i'm looking down here and there's like stars you know that pop up for the songs that have been listened to the most yes Uh, summer rain's got a star next to it what do you think about summer rain and um um you know what what attracts folks to that tune um i think um there's a couple things. I think, uh, I don't say that we're like having a similar trajectory to Bob Dylan, but it's kind of is. <laughs> um, so Bob Dylan went from like super folky to like some rock, right? And blues. And so we're kind of doing that. Um, and so I think Summer Rain is definitely still kind of like the, I don't say the classic Ross Hollow sound since we've been around for like two years, but <laughs> um, <laughs> it is definitely more of the sort of acoustic vibe. Um, but I think mo- more so than, than the style, um, I think that it's very uh, emotional and it's a, it's a good production. Like it was just a guitar and piano. And um, I think sometimes I talk about like universal themes, but that one's very like, uh, it just, it just evokes an emotion. And so I think people kind of connect to that feeling, um, sort of nostalgic, sort of like, um, it kind of feels almost like a love song, kind of like, a. I like, I like to keep things vague sometimes to keep people thinking. Uh, so I think people kind of are attracted to, to that. Um, oh, okay. Well, that's cool. The, the first time you hear it, you might not be like, you might not exactly know, what I'm talking about and you listen to it again like oh I think I get kind of the <laughs> so <laughs> but you know that's always a, a cool thing for me I think that um I was getting that actually off of a lot of the songs on the record as I listened to it uh kind of like the second time through I you know um and, and not just your record generally if I if I like something enough to listen to it a second time I always it's like oh now I'm really getting what that lyric was about or what yeah you know, you know what I mean and um so, you know, uh, I, I guess kudos from my side. I, I think I've listened to it four times, so which is nice. quite a lot. <laughs> um, we, were, uh, we were actually playing uh, it when we were on a, ro- a road trip on Saturday. So, um, that, you know, uh, that, that was a, it was a nice uh, companion on the road. So uh, that's, a, that's, you know, applause. Uh, and thanks Thank for you. coming on the show and talking about the record. Yeah. 
Moonshine and Music is a presentation of Not Less Entertainment. Copyright 2020, all rights reserved. The producer for today's show was Joe Shelton. Our cameraman grip and stunt double was Brent Lee Smith. On cameras and all sorts of other things, Bailey Shelton. And our staff guru is Brent Schlemmer. Join us each Sunday for new episodes right here with Moonshine and Music.